For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Pissarro and we do try to bring you a wide variety of really good information all about you and your health. Now, the show is streamed through myvillagegreen.com, and this is a reminder that Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. For expert advice on supplements, Village Green is your place. They carry superior supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., Today, our topic is the book by Joseph Pizzorno, The Toxin Solution, How Hidden Poisons in the Air, Water, Food, and Products We Use Are Destroying Our Health and What We Can Do to Fix It. I want to tell you a little bit about Dr. Pizzorno. He founded Bastyr University, the country's first and largest fully accredited university of natural medicine. He served as its president for 22 years. He is also the author of two of my favorite books, The Encyclopedia of Natural Medicine and The Textbook of Natural Medicine. They're brilliant. He is a founder and board member of the Institute for Functional Medicine and founder and editor-in-chief of Integrative Medicine, a clinician's journal. And that is the leading peer-reviewed journal in integrative medicine. He has been honored by the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians and the National Foundation for Alternative Medicine and National Health Magazine. He's served on the presidential committees under presidential presidents Bill Clinton and George W. Bush. Welcome to the show, Dr. Pizzorno. Well, thank you for the very kind introduction. Happy to tap, chat with you today. Yes. Well, we're talking about your book. Uh, give us some background on why you decided to write the book. I have my own ideas, but I want to hear from you. <laughs> well, I, actually, I, I'm quite excited to talk about it because I think it's really important. So, you know, I've been, I've been in medicine now for half a century yeah, as a conventional medicine researcher, as a student of naturopathic medicine, clinician, founder of Bastyr, lecturer, researcher, author of now 12 books. So I've been at this for a long time. So over this 50 years, I've noticed a change in why people are sick. In the early days of my practice, people came to me because of nutritional deficiencies or nutritional excesses or you know, lifestyle things that were causing them to become unhealthy. And you might say those are the active determinants of health, you know, what people choose to do. But something fundamental has changed, and that is, now the passive determinants of health have become really negative, primarily because of all the toxins in the food we eat, the air we breathe, the water we drink, uh, even the health and beauty age we put on our skin. They're all full of chemicals. 
And now these chemicals have reached high enough levels in our bodies that they are disrupting our physiology. So when we think about our, our bodies, they are basically enzyme machines. And those enzymes are what produce energy to make our lives work, to build our bones, to you know, make our heart go. That mean we basically we depend upon enzymes. And enzymes are composed of two parts. One's a protein, and yet, which is determined by our DNA, and the other is a cofactor, which is typically a vitamin or a mineral. Well, it turns out that as our foods have become depleted of nutrients, then the cofactors necessary for the enzymes to work properly aren't there at high enough levels. But even worse, the way most of these toxins poison our body is by poisoning our enzymes so the enzymes don't work, so that now we have a situation where if the enzymes don't work because there's not enough nutrients and we're also directly poisoning them, now you start getting disease. So I've, I've spent, um, I got a nice advance for my book, which is great, but I somewhat foolishly might say spent the whole advance hiring researchers to work with me to dig into the research to try to answer the question, what percent of chronic disease today is due to toxins? Because, as you know, we have an epidemic of almost every chronic disease in almost every age group. We have all this new chronic disease. Where is it coming from? And I think the research is clear. It's all coming from toxins. You know, that's that's something people have talked about and has been controversial. But what you and I have observed is that we can now evaluate much more succinctly than we were able to in the past where they are, how they're sequestered in our bodies, and what they're doing. And so it's no longer, uh, is it really the toxins or not? Oh, people adapt. I think I heard that for several decades. We haven't adapted too well, have we, Dr. Pizzarno? (laughs) That's, uh, I think, very well said. So I think it's true. As a matter of fact, I've built my life around it. And that is, our bodies have remarkable adaptive ability. We're really good at be able to live in a wide range of environments, environments with lack of nutrients or lack of calories or very hot or very cold or in, in, and even uh, toxins in the environment. We're very good at it. But there's two things that we're having problems with. Number one is many of these toxins are what might be called new-to-nature molecules. What I mean by that is that they were designed by chemists to have specific uh, purposes like nonstick coatings and pans or plastics to make our life more comfortable, etc. But they were also designed to be difficult to break down because there's not much point in having this pesticide you spray on the, on the food to get rid of insects, for example, if it's, selling, if it's easy for it to break down. So what's happened is we've now saturated the, in the environment and our food and water with these chemicals that we can't break down. And so since we can't break them down, they stay in our bodies and they cause uh, continuing damage. Now, again, we have great adaptive ability, so we don't immediately start showing disease. But what's happening over time is that as we get older, we're accumulating higher and higher levels of these toxins. And then in addition to that, they're also damaging our DNA. So our ability to adapt to them becomes impaired as well. So everybody knows that when you're, when you're a young kid, you know, 20, 30 years old, you can do about anything you want. You know, drink all night and go to work the next day, and, you know, you might feel a little hungover, but you're still functioning. But once you hit about 45, 40 to 45, there's not enough damage done to the body that you can't adapt that easily anymore. And then you start seeing all these disease uh, associations start, show, start showing up. 
This is interesting. Um, and I, I know from my own personal experience, which is the exact same length of time as yours, is that we're seeing those chronic diseases earlier and earlier. It used yeah. to be the 50s and 60s, and then I noticed, hmm, people in the 40s, then 30s, 20s, and the under-20 crowd, which is why this generation of children is the first generation that will not have as long a life expectancy as their parents. It's true, it's, uh, it's, it's, and it's just tragic. Yeah, it's and the autoimmunity, um, and I I know you you can tie that in with the toxins as well. I'm so excited that you wrote this book. Yeah, oh, it's so you. important. So the talk a little bit about the differences in immune reactions among people uh, with regard to toxin effects and and what makes the difference in us as individuals and how we handle them. Um, another great, uh, another great question. So let me um, address that a little differently and start with a comment. A lot of people think they get disease because of genetics. <clears throat> so everybody has to realize only 20% of disease is due to genetics. The other 80% is all under our control. So a big factor there is nutrition and, tox- and, and toxicity. So we can control a lot of it. So I'm going to give you, in terms of autoimmune disease, there are a number of possible mechanisms, but one which has been proposed by a, a, a friend of mine, a, a chiropractor doctor by the name of Datis Karazian, he's a really smart, really smart young man. He and uh, a fellow by the name of Aristo Vajani, a PhD in laboratory sciences, have started looking at what happens when you expose a normal body tissue, like a protein, to a toxin and... As you know, our bodies are designed you know, to not react to our own tissues. But what happens when we bind a toxin to a normal body tissue? Now it looks different to the body, and now it becomes, rather than a normal body tissue, what the body would consider an antigen, and the body starts developing antibodies to that antigen, which means we now start developing autoimmune disease. So I think so much of this autoimmune disease is because we have basically damaged our proteins by attaching these toxins to them, and now they're four molecules, and the body's trying to get rid of them. That's fascinating. And I think the first time I noticed that concept was with the thyroid. And uh, my background is also in dentistry and the fact that mercury can accumulate so readily in the thyroid gland, making it foreign tissue as far as the body's concerned. Yes, that's exactly right. So what do people do? <laughs> <laughs> how, yes. how can yes. they remedy this? Yes, that's the key. So there's, it's kind of a, a three-step process, and that's frankly what I do in my book. Uh, I say to people, first off, you know, the first chapter is, here's how the toxins are damaging your body. Uh, then I tell them where the toxins are coming from. So the first step then is don't let the toxins in, <laughs> pure and simple. There's no point in developing all these great detoxification protocols and taking supplements and such, which may be very effective. But if you keep putting toxins in, you're not going to get very far. So first thing is stop putting toxins in. And, and this is incredibly important because some of these chemical toxins have half-lives in the body. That means how long does it take for the body get, to get rid of just half of it? That's measured in years. So once they get in, they're so hard to get rid of. So number one, don't let them in. Number two 
is you got to prepare your body to detoxify. People have such a heavy toxic load now that if you go to a detox program that kind of breaks up breaks everything up and gets the body start releasing the toxins from the tissues, well, our liver and our kidney and our gut have to get rid of those toxins. And if they're already overloaded, you can you have to run the risk of making yourself worse. So I take people through a process where I say, okay, let's clean up your gut, get your gut prepared to get rid of the toxins. Let's work on your liver, get your liver functioning optimally to get rid of those toxins. And then we have to have your kidneys functioning properly too. Because one of the unfortunate things that's happening now is that we have this huge kidney failure epidemic because our kidneys are now overloaded because of all these chemical toxins we're being exposed to. And by the way, including those chemical toxins, many of the prescription and over-the-counter drugs people take because many of them are really hard on your kidneys, like acetaminophen. You know, yes. Acetaminophen, that everybody likes to take as an analgesic. Well, it's a good analgesic, you know, relieves pain, but it's really hard on the kidneys. And then the final step is once you've prepared your body, then you go through a, a, a comprehensive detox program. And I guess I'll, and I'll add a fourth a four step, and that is as you go through this process of getting the toxins out, you need, you need to live a toxin-free life. So in the last chapter of the book, I basically talk about what I and my wife do uh, in terms of doing everything we can to keep toxins out of our bodies. Well, this is excellent. You really described this so well, and we're going to continue that conversation in the next segments. And for those of you who have just tuned in with us, you're with The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour. Please stay with us. We will be right back after this break with more interesting information from Dr. Joseph Pizzorno. MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MCTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega-oils. 
The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's NeuroOptimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. NeuroOptimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. NeuroOptimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Are you under a lot of stress these days? Pressure from your job, personal life, politics? It can all take a serious toll on your health. But we can help. Village Green Apothecary can help you achieve a healthier lifestyle with our wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 50 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. The show is brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro. And this is a reminder that Village Green's nutrition advisors have an exciting new tool. It's called the Natural Medicine Comprehensive Database, and it is considered one of the most authoritative resources available. So take advantage of that. Now, our topic today is the book by Joseph Pizzorno, The Toxin Solution, How Hidden Poisons in the Air, Water, Food, and Products We Use Are Destroying Our Health and what we can do to fix it. So I love this book, and Dr. Pizzorno gave us some basic information, so let's continue that discussion. Dr. Pizzorno, let's talk about the toxins, where they come from, et cetera. So, as I mentioned earlier, when I got the, uh, the advance from the publisher, I hired two uh, really bright Bachelor University graduates, and I asked them to help me answer the question, what percent of chronic disease is due to toxins? <clears throat> so I had about two years ago written an editorial in my journal, uh, IMCJ, which is Integrated Medicine, a clinician's journal. <clears throat> and in that journal, I was looking at the various toxins and looking at what percent, oh, if you look at people in the top 20% of exposure to a toxin, compared to people with the bottom 20% of exposure to a toxin, look at, at how much it increased the risk of disease. So I went through a bunch of toxins, looked at mercury, I looked at uh, DDT, and I looked at organophosphate pesticides, and I've seen these astounding numbers. So, for example, uh, looking at a, a common organochlorine pesticide, these are things that are sprayed on many of the foods that you eat at the conventional grocery store, what I found was that the people in the top 20% of exposure to that chemical toxin compared to those in the bottom 20% of exposure had 10 times the risk of diabetes. Now, that's, that's just a phenomenal number because you, you never see, um, you, know, you, you, just, you just don't see those kinds of numbers. So, and I started looking at them and looking at disease after disease and seeing all these really strong uh, increased risks. So then I said, okay, so let's see, how do you go from increased risk to what percent of that disease is due to the toxins? So it turns out that the public health people have done a great job in doing uh, that with cigarette smoking. 
because they were everybody knows cigarette smoking increases your risk for lung cancer. So then they said, well, how do you mathematically go from risk to what percent of lung cancer is due to cigarette smoking? So it turns out, by the way, the answer to that is 20%. So about one out of five people with lung cancer have it because they're smoking. So I then start applying the same formulas to these other toxins and diseases. And so what we did was we looked at, okay, at what level of toxin in the body do you have a threshold by which you start getting really increased, significant increased uh, risk of disease. Then we look at, well, what percent of the population is at that increased risk for disease? Then you look at the instance of disease in the unexposed population. So it may sound kind of complicated. Yes. And it turns out that actually is complicated to implement. So it's lots lots and lots of work uh, in the research getting all the data. But we've been working on that step by step. We've been doing it for two years. And the numbers we're finding are, are just simply stunning. So let's talk about, uh, let's, how about diabetes? Okay, that's a good example. Yes. So when I was in naturopathic medical school uh, half a century ago, diabetes affected one half of 1% of the population. In other words, it was rare. I remember my first year in practice way back in 1975, I was so excited when I finally saw a diabetic patient. Okay. <coughs> Sorry. So anyway, so it was, Really, really uh, rare. But now it's 20 to 30 times more common. What happened? Why do we have so much diabetes now? So then I started looking at, well, as a naturopath, my first assumption would be, well, it's because of too much sugar. And, of course, sugar is bad for people. Too much sugar is bad for people. But if you actually look at the correlation between sugar consumption and diabetes and in a society, it turns out there's not a very good correlation. It just, it just hasn't gone up in proportion to sugar consumption. But these are looking at things like the amount of chemicals being released into the environment. Now, all of a sudden, you see these really, really strong correlations. So we, all, we know, of course, correlation does not mean causation, but it sure tells you where to start looking. Yes. So, then we, so anyway, so I started looking at these various toxins and look at the ones which were had strong correlations with diabetes, and what I found was arsenic, organochlorine pesticides, bisphenol A, phthalates. Now, all these chemicals were being exposed to. So the next step was, okay, so if there's a possible causal relationship between the toxin and the disease, is there a mechanism? What I mean by that is, has anyone in the laboratory kind of looked at cells and exposed them to these chemicals and see what, and to see what happens? Um, and it turns out, yes, there is mechanisms. Okay, well, that's interesting. So then when we start looking at the mechanisms, we start looking at, well, what's the main one? And the main mechanism is insulin resistance. So everybody's heard about insulin resistance or metabolic syndrome or prediabetes. And it turns out that these chem- many of these chemical toxins bind to the insulin receptor sites on the cells so that the cells can't respond to insulin to put sugar into the cells. So since the cells aren't responding to the insulin, the cells now start, now start sending out signals to the pancreas, and pancreas says, oh, boy, we got to produce more insulin in order to get the sugar into the cells because without sugar in the cells, you know, the cells can't produce energy. Well, again, our bodies have remarkable adaptive ability, so for a while, 20, 30 years, we can overproduce insulin to get sugar into the cells. But over time, the pancreas wears out, and then when the pancreas wears out, now all of a sudden you've got diabetes. Well, you don't suddenly get diabetes. You have to work at it. 
And unfortunately, what we've done is it's not just these phthalates, for example, that poison insulin receptor sites, because the bisphenol A and so many other chemicals we're being exposed to basically poisoning our bodies and making us have disease. This is this is fascinating, and this is a a new concept for most people that the insulin we've looked at the insulin receptors and we know what insulin resistance is, but what we haven't focused on is why it's increasing. And you've got the answer here that these toxins actually bind to the receptors and make them less available. And that, I always talk to patients about the insulin receptor is like the doorknob to the door that opens into the cell, into the room. And now we've got a block on on the doorknob. The doorknob's not working as well. Well said. Yes, yes. Well, keep up this conversation. This is a real clinical pearl. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. So, continuing on, so... My team and I, we have looked at now, um, we're looking at 25 toxins and toxin classes. So when I say a toxin, I mean like a metal. Um, so we looked at aluminum, arsenic, cadmium, fluoride, lead, manganese, and mercury, and then toxin classes. So, for example, I say toxin class when you look at something like, oh, the uh, PCBs, the polychlorinated biphenyls, because there are like 100 of them. <clears throat> so there, there are a lot of these chemicals, and... There hasn't been enough research on many of these individual chemicals, so sometimes we had to lump them together. But anyway, so like I said, we're looking at 25 total of these, and then we looked at the most common diseases people experience, like um, ADHD and Alzheimer's disease, and oh, yeah, I said diabetes, gout, uh, uh, metabolic syndrome, uh, myocardial heart attacks, obesity osteoporosis, uh, peripheral nerve neuropathy, no, we've, we've, rheumatoid arthritis, thyroid dysfunction. We've looked at um, 26 different chronic diseases and 18 cancers, like bone cancer and breast cancer and lung cancer, things like this. So it, as you might expect, this is a huge undertaking. So we're maintaining a, um, a spreadsheet on Google, uh, that shared spreadsheet. It has about 1,200 uh, cells in it as you look at the correlation between each of these toxins and each of these diseases and then determine how much of the disease is due to the toxin. Wow, that's that's thorough. It is. <laughs> it's it's thorough. A, ama- and it's so needed. What amazing research. I, I, I think it is amazing. And also, as I said before, it is, it is really scary what we're finding. Um, so let me give you one example, DDT. So as everybody knows, DDT is a very toxic um, pesticide, and it was banned back in 1972. So it was banned 45 years ago. But the problem is the half-life is so long in the environment that we keep on being exposed to it. But not only that, it builds up in our body because we can't get rid of it um, uh, as fast as it comes in. The half-life of DDT in the body is about 10 years. So once it's in your body, it's almost impossible to get rid of. When you sort of look at correlation between DDT and well, how about ADHD in children? You might say, well, wait, it was banned 40 years ago, 45 years ago. But it's in the children because it's in the environment, and it's a significant, significant cause of uh, ADHD in children. Then when you look at uh, the levels in adults, and it turns out the older the person is, the more DDT in their body. So a person who's like 65 years of age, 
has about five times as much DDT in their body as somebody who's five years of age. And the DDT is a neurotoxin and maybe one of the primary reasons why we have the, had the dementia and Alzheimer's disease epidemic going on. Well, that, is, that does explain it, because the toxins are interfering in so many places. You described the insulin receptor, and we've talked about enzymes. So we've got a lot of interference going on with the increasing toxin level and the, the longer half-lives. It, it sounds very difficult to fix. Yes, it very much, it very much is. Yes. Well, we're going to uh, continue to talk about this subject. And for those of you who have just tuned in, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500. We're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break. We're talking about the toxin solution with the author, author, Dr. Joseph Pizzorno. Solgar number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within 7 days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within 7 days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number no. 7 says yes. Solgar number no. 7 Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA-certified, organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. 
Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living here on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with Dr. Kevin Pissarro, and we do try to bring you a lot of really good information all about you and your health. Now, I just want to remind you that Village Green is your resource, and they have a lot of products. They have information. They can answer your questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. Now, today we're talking with Dr. Joseph Pizzorno, who is the author of The Toxin Solution, How Hidden Poisons in the Air, Water, Food, and Products We Use Are Destroying Our Health, and what we can do to fix it. So we've been talking about the increase in toxins in our environment, about how long the half-life is, and many of them have long half-lives in our bodies. We mentioned DDT is 10 years. That's a long time for a toxin to remain in your body. And we've, we've been talking about what these toxins can do with regard to all kinds of chronic diseases, autoimmunity, we can make that list very long. And it's certainly the, the top conditions that we see as increasing in our society and increasing causes of death. So, Dr. Pizzarno, let's keep this conversation going. Okay, so we talked about how these, um, we have these really, really strong disease correlations and causation data showing that the toxins are, from my perspective, now becoming the primary driver of chronic disease. So the next question then is, how do you get them out of your body? So it starts by avoiding them. And I can't state this strongly enough. You've got to stop them coming into your body because once they're in the body, they're so hard to get rid of. So I start with telling people, you've got to look at everything that comes into your body and figure out ways to decrease that toxic load. So there's obvious things like people who eat organically grown food compared to people who eat conventionally grown foods. Um, the people eating organically grown foods have far less, less toxins in their body. A good example of that is the, what are called the organophosphate pesticides. So these are highly neurotoxic pesticides that are sprayed on foods, particularly kale, unfortunately, to get rid of the insects. Well, that's fine. Well, if you look at a child um, who eats uh, organically grown foods and compare them to a child who eats conventionally grown foods, the child eating conventionally grown foods has nine times higher levels of organophosphate pesticides in their body compared to the children who don't. So, well, does that mean anything? Well, if you look at children with the highest level of organophosphate pesticides, their IQ is lower. And this is after you iron out all the socioeconomic differences. The problem is in utero, while they're being developed by their mother, if the mother has high level of organophosphate pesticides, then their brains don't develop as well, and they have a lower IQ. It's a, comparing kids with a born to mothers in the top 10% levels of organophosphate pesticides compared to children born to women the bottom 10% of organophosphate pesticides, and you iron out all the socioeconomic differences, that child has a seven-point drop in IQ. Not only do they have a seven-point drop in IQ, they have a doubling of ADHD. So this whole epidemic we're having of ADHD, it's due to the toxins. I mean, it's just hugely problematic. So keep, keep them out. The next area is the health and beauty aids. This is a big issue because the health and beauty aids have what are called phthalates in them. And what the phthalates do 
is that they bind to the various fragrances to make them soluble and, and to be able to mix them into the these um, you know the into lotions and potions and such. Well, these phthalates, um, unfortunately, as I mentioned before, they block insulin receptor sites, so they tend to, tend to give you increased risk for diabetes. So choosing health and beauty aids low in chemical toxins can also have a great long-term effect in your, on your health. Another big issue is air. If a person lives in the city, they're being exposed to benzene, but more importantly, they're being exposed to what's called particulate matter. So those diesel buses and trucks and such, they produce all this particulate matter that's actually quite toxic to our bodies over time. So I recommend to people that they have air filters in their house. Excellent. Then finally we've got water. And it's important to try to filter out as many chemical, to- chemical toxins in the water as you can. So most people think about, well, let's put a little carbon blocker on our kitchen sink. Man, that's fine. But the problem is we absorb much more of those toxins when we're in the shower inhaling the hot water because the most efficient way to get a toxin into the body is by inhaling it. So I recommend people do the carbon blocks on their showers, not only on their sinks. So those are some key examples of ways to dramatically decrease toxic exposure. This is so informative. Um, I, I love your solutions. And uh, I'm reminded that that's Toxic Substances Control Act of 1974 has been a nemesis in that the manufacturers of chemicals didn't have to test. If they tested, they had to reveal. So there was almost a punitive effect in testing. And according to the EPA, only 200 have been tested. So we have over 84,000, I think it must be close to 100,000 by now, man-made toxins that we don't yes. know much about at all. Yes. Yes, there are a lot of these toxins. As I was going through the research, it looks like there are about 100 of these toxins that are at high enough levels in the average person's body to actually be damaged in the physiology. Now, of course, some people are behind one toxin, some people are behind other, other toxins, but there, there are 100 of them that are quite, quite significant. And they're also being found in the umbilical cord. Uh, The assumption was newborns would be the cleanest, and the research focused on the umbilical cord to find uh, over 200 uh, toxic chemicals, some of which cause cancer. Uh, That that was pretty dramatic, uh, in my opinion. Oh, dramatic and and very scary. Um, When I was in medical school, the standard textbook said that you know, the mother does everything she can to protect the fetus um, so that the fetus will have optimal nutrition and the fetus will have least amount of toxins, etc. But the research shows that, unfortunately, Mother Nature has decided the mother is more important than the infant. And for many of these co- toxins, they actually concentrate in the infant as a way of the mother getting rid of it, getting rid of the toxins, <laughs> not getting rid of the baby, but anyway, getting rid of the toxins. <laughs> but it's not, it's not only in utero. So... Everybody knows that women who breastfeed have lower levels of uh, breast cancer than women who don't breastfeed. Interestingly, uh, if you look at PCBs, it turns out PCBs are one of the primary causes of breast cancer. Unfortunately, the more a woman breastfeeds, the lower the level of her PCBs. Now, you might say, well, that sounds good, doesn't it? Well, yeah, it's good for the mother, but where those PCBs going? They're going into the into the infant who's uh, nursing from her from the mother who has high PCB levels. 
So it's it's just it's just pervasive how bad it is, and it's not just the adults we're affecting; it's the children as well. And not only is it children directly, but we have also what are called transgenerational effects. Now, what I mean by that is, for example, if you take a pregnant mouse and you give the pregnant mouse standard mouse chow, and then add to that standard mouse chow uh, some of these diabetes-inducing chemicals, then and she then gets diabetes. Then feed her children a standard mouse chow, but without the chemicals, her children have increased risk for diabetes, as does her grandchildren, because many of these chemical toxins induce what are called epigenetic effects. Yes. What that, what that means is they turn on and turn off genes in the body, and the mothers transmit those changes through the, through the generations. We are, we are now in the third generation of our population that has been exposed to these diabetes-inducing toxins. So not only do we have our current exposure causing trouble, but we also have inherited epigenetic changes that are increasing our risk of disease as well. You know, that is frightening. Actually, one of my colleagues, uh, Jill James, was on the team at uh, NIH. In the mid-'90s, they discovered epigenetics, and she said they had to be quiet about it because it turned our understanding of genetics upside down, that what we do can improve our future generations or make them worse. Yes. Powerful information. And very, very worrisome to what we're doing to our society. It certainly is, and the, and that's an interesting twist on the breast cancer and mothers getting rid of toxins. I I know this started to be discussed. It seemed to me in the last decades, but this is real solid information. It's measurable. So the PCBs go down, but where do they go? Into the infant. Yes. Yes. So. Uh, uh, keep keep telling us information. You are a wealth of knowledge, and I know we could we could and probably will do many more shows because this is too important. Okay. So I think once we become really aware of where all the toxins are coming from and simply stop them coming into our bodies, then of course we will slowly start getting the toxins out. But I say slowly because, as I mentioned, these things have really long half lives. So then the next step is how do we help our body get rid of these toxins? And so I'm, I'm not a great believer in, quote, detoxification um, without first preparing the body for detoxification. So I, in the book, recommend a, a process people go through. It's about an eight-week process of preparing their body for detoxification. So the first step was, you know, stop them coming in. Then the next step is let's clean up the gut. It turns out because of our modern, you might say, agricultural procedures and unfortunately our modern medical practices, uh, we've exposed our bodies to a lot of antibiotics that are indiscriminate in terms of what they do to the bacteria in our bodies. And we have food that, you know, like uh, cattle that are being fed these antibiotics and we eat those antibiotics and they also have an effect on our gut flora. So it turns out we've got a lot of the wrong bacteria in our guts. And when you have a wrong bacteria in your gut, not only do they not do good things like make B vitamins that are good for us, but they also produce toxic chemicals. And so the toxic chemicals they're producing, they've got to be detoxified by the liver. So that's a big problem. And you've got to clean up the, the, the gut first to take off the load on the liver to, because if the liver spends all its energy and resources breaking down toxins from the gut, 
it has less capacity left over to break down the other chemical toxins people are being exposed to. So clean up the gut, number one. Yes. Well, this we're going to continue this in, in the next segment. Uh, again, fascinating information that our gut bad bacteria can certainly cause problems with toxins that we get exposed to. Uh, that is fascinating. We'll keep that discussion. And for those who've just tuned in, you're with the essentials of healthy living on 1500 AM. We're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Please stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break with more wonderful information from Dr. Joseph Pizzorno. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet committed to pure and great tasting omega oils. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formula supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 55 415 West Cedar Lane, call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to today's final segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. 
Now, we've been talking with Dr. Joseph Pizzorno about the toxin solution, how hidden poisons in the air, water, food, and products we use are destroying our health and what we can do to fix it. And we're going to focus more on how we fix it. Uh, We talked about avoiding the toxins, where we find them, and now we're into getting the body prepared for detoxification and detoxification itself. So I, I want to focus on that, Dr. Pizzarno. Could you share more of your clinical pearls? We're getting a lot of good information today. Sure. So um, when we're talking about the, uh, the gut, there are kind of three protocols I use, and it's, they're explained fully in the book. Number one is I get rid of the toxic bacteria, and we do that with an herb called golden seal. The second thing we do is we want to make sure there's a lot of fiber there because as you kill off these toxic bacteria, then they start releasing even more uh, chemical toxins. So you want to make sure there's fiber there to bind to the toxins. And then the third part is to reseed with healthy bacteria, and the fourth part is to use nutrients that promote the regeneration of the gut. So this is a good process. I've used this on a lot of patients, and it's remarkable how just doing that will improve people's health. The next step is getting the liver functioning properly. And there are a number of ways of doing this. The, the most important of it, however, is to focus on the most important nutrients needed for the liver enzymes to work properly, and then what are herbal medicines called cholagogues, whose purpose is to help mice flush out the liver, get out, get out the the, uh, the the might say the oily parts of the liver that have high levels of toxins in them. And then the third part is working on the kidneys. And interestingly, it turns out that much of the kidney uh, failure epidemic we're seeing that's happening right now is due as much to damage to the blood vessels going to the kidneys as it is to the kidneys themselves. So I recommend the protocols uh, ways to help improve the circulation of the blood to the kidneys, and then also to help regenerate the kidneys. So after you go through this process, the body's now ready. And then the final step is then to do uh, intense detoxification. And I do a combination of kind of three factors. Number one is I'm a great believer in saunas for detoxification. When you put a person in a sauna at modest temperature for a long period of time, when there's, and to make them sweat profusely, if you look at what's in that sweat, that sweat is full of all kinds of toxins. It's got lead in it, it's got mercury in it, it's got PCBs, it has phthalates. So our body is actually you sweating. And, and matter of fact, it doesn't matter how you sweat, you just have to be sweating. But anyway, when you're sweating, you get rid of a lot of toxins. So we do that. I put people on a mild caloric restriction. So my intent is not to lose weight, it's not to make a person fasting, but it's to have a little bit lower level of, of calorie consumption so your body will start breaking down the fat cells. Because all, almost all of these chemical toxins are fat-soluble. I wish to say the ones that are most difficult to get rid of appear to be fat, uh, fat-soluble, so they build up in the fat cells. So that's one reason why when people try to lose weight, they have trouble losing weight, because as the fat cells start breaking down, they release all these chemical toxins that make people feel terrible, because many chemical toxins, for example, poison the thyroid, so it can't produce thyroid hormones, which makes you tired. Yes. So anyway, so we work on uh, sweating, and we work on uh, caloric restriction. Uh, and then the final factor is we pay a lot of attention to fiber. And the reason for this is that the primary way that the liver gets rid of these toxins is by dumping them into the gut. Now, the liver is expected to be fiber there. As we evolved as a species, 
we consume 100 to 150 grams of fiber every day. But the standard American diet now only has about 15 to 20 grams a day. So since there's not enough fiber there, we have a situation called intrahepatic recirculation, where a bunch of these toxins are now reabsorbed into the body. So fiber is a very, very important uh, part of this. So I, I can go into more details, but I think you get the idea. Prepare, yes. Yeah, prepare the body and then get the toxins out. And then the final chapter in the book is I say to people, okay, here's how you live a toxin-free lifestyle. And I just kind of go through everything in the house, everything people do, house and, house, uh, hold, uh, house and yard uh, cleaning agents, uh, what kind of um, fertilizers to use, uh, if you want to use pesticides, what you, what you do there. I just go through and look at everything a person has in their environment and say, here are the low-toxin solutions to what's in, what's, what, what you're being exposed to. Well, I love the way you've organized the book, and I think our listeners and any of the readers of your book are going to find that helpful. And the way you come around, <laughs> why we have all these toxins, how to handle it, and how to avoid them. And I think that is needs more emphasis. Uh, I certainly appreciate what you have been telling us. In the final few minutes of the show, could you give an overview for us, uh, for those who may not have tuned in uh, in the beginning, but just an overview. So, um, as I, I've been doing medicine now for about half a century, and I've seen a change in why people become sick. In the past, it used to be primarily due to active choices people make in their life. So, are you in garbage food, or are you in healthy food? Are you exercising, or are you sitting around being a couch potato? So those problems have not gone away. But what we've done is we've added an even bigger problem, and that is we've poisoned the environment. So you might say the passive determinants of health have become unhealthy. So when you eat food, you expect the food to be healthy, full of nutrients. And now food is not only depleted nutrients, but it's also full of toxins. You expect when you're drinking water, it will be clean. But no, most people don't realize that 10% of the public water supplies in the U.S., have arsenic levels high enough that are known to increase the risk of disease. So it turns out the passive determinants of health have become negative. So we have to be very conscious of, not, of, of how we're being exposed to toxins and not letting those toxins into our body. So developing a lifestyle that prevents the, that basically helps us recognize where the toxins are coming from and how to avoid them. And then the next step is prepare our bodies to get rid of the toxins get our liver function properly, our gut function properly, our kidneys function properly, then go through a detoxification program, and then finally live a toxin-free life. You know, consciously say, uh, I'm going to make a choice every time I expose myself to something, and I want to choose the least toxic uh, version of that. So let's do a couple of, uh, you might say, um, lighthearted examples. Alcohol. So as we know, too much alcohol is bad for you. Most of alcohol actually decrease all risk mortality. But how are you consuming the alcohol? Are you consuming it in this pure form like ethanol, like vodka, which is pretty much ethanol? And it has some toxicity. It's not too bad. Now, if you consume that ethanol in the form of whiskey and scotch and such, well, there are a lot more toxic versions of it because they have all this indulgence and, uh, and um, aldehydes and things like this that are t more toxic than alcohol. Or are you drinking the alcohol in the form of beer or wine? Because it turns out beer and wine have nutrients in them 
which not only help mitigate the effects of alcohol, but are healthy in themselves. How about marijuana? Now, many states now have laws that uh, allow medicinal use of marijuana, and more and more states are allowing recreational use of marijuana. Well, are you going to be consuming marijuana, which is organically grown, or are you going to be consuming marijuana, which is sprayed with insecticides and pesticides? Because there's no more effective way to get insecticides and pesticides in your body than by inhaling them. So if you're going to choose marijuana, you know, whether you do or not, it's your, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm libertarian in my philosophies. You know, adults can do what they want to do as long as they're not hurting other adults. So if you're choosing to do marijuana, well, choose a safer form of marijuana rather than a toxic form of marijuana. If you're choosing to drink alcohol, use a safer for versions of alcohol rather than more toxic versions. You can look at everything in your life and make these decisions. And over time, you'll get progressively healthier as you get the poisons out and help your body to function the way it's supposed to. Well, that is, those are wonderful takeaways. Uh, I do appreciate what you have told us. And for those who just tuned in, I want to repeat this information that we're talking with Dr. Joseph Pizzorno, the author of The Toxin Solution, How Hidden Poisons in the Air, Water, Food, and Products We Use Are Destroying Our Health and What We Can Do to Fix It. And I believe it's on Amazon already. Is that true? It is, yes. You can pre-order and it comes out uh, Tuesday. And I want to thank you on behalf of the public. Uh, I intend to make this book a handout for my patients because it's perfect. (laughs) The reason it's perfect is it just doesn't talk about where the toxins come from, what they do, how the damage is, but you have solutions. And that's what patients want. Listeners want solutions, and you have certainly shared them with us today. I want to thank you for joining us, and I look forward to the future when we have you on our show again. Thank you, Dr. Pizzorno. Thank you, and uh, your listeners are fortunate to have somebody as knowledgeable as you are. It's been quite a a fun (laughs) conversation for me. Well, thank you. And I want to remind you that as our lives move forward, I am reminded every day is a new day, every minute a new minute, giving us many opportunities to make positive health-enhancing choices, and you learned about those today on the show. And also, please remember, it's not the number of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day. the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside the beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists offer a personalized approach to help you with your health needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.